on today's episode of The Breakaway, presented by U.S. Bank. Very, very excited to talk to this new Sacramento Republic FC signing, Nick Ross, who just came from El Paso. We talked to him about all sorts of things. Um, he actually made the trip to Sacramento last week, so got to talk to him in person, which was excellent. Get to meet him for the first time. Very, very excited to see him on the pitch, as I imagine you guys are as well. Um, and, of course, we'll talk about the new signings that came out since last podcast, Connor Donovan and Keko and those two guys, what they will bring to the table, where they're coming from, a little bit of their backgrounds as well, and those additions and how they fit into the roster. Also, if you missed it, brand new today, the schedule is here. 2022 schedule is out right now. Go to sacrepublicfc.com slash schedule if you've missed it. Figure out what games you're coming to. If you're living out of town, figure out which games you're going to travel in for. Um, and there's going to be a lot of good ones. A lot of interconference battle, which is great. Excited to play against some teams that we haven't seen in a few years. So that will be excellent. I'm very excited about that. If you missed it, we also had a great video that came out on social media about the schedule release. That came out today. If you missed that, sacrepublicfc.com slash schedule. This financial timeout from U.S. Bank is all about you in the future. Future you. Financially fit future you. Future You makes decisions based on the reality of your finances. Future You has three months' costs of living saved up in an emergency fund. Future You pays bills on time. So how do you become Future You? Here are a few easy ways. Monitor your money. Keep an eye on your budget. And remember, it's often easier to cut expenses than add income. Set up auto pay or calendar alerts to make sure bills are paid on time. See if it's possible to bundle things like TV and Internet or your cell phone and streaming services. Lastly, Commit to lifelong financial learning. Like any other kind of fitness, financial fitness takes dedication and patience. Visit usbank.com slash financial IQ to make an appointment with a financial pro and get on track. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. couple new signings I want to get to before we get to Nick Ross, and uh, that'll be coming up shortly here. Uh, very, very excited to talk to him, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. Two new signings to talk about, and uh, excited to get to them. We'll talk about the guy who was announced last week. I was bummed Rob and I didn't get to talk about him, um, but if you missed that podcast with Rob and I last week, very, very good. We kind of go over all of the offseason signings, so a lot of good stuff there. Coming up next week, speaking of, uh, we'll talk more about signings with John Morrissey, who covers the USL for USL Tactics. Um, does a fantastic job. So that's next week. Anyway, Connor Donovan. By the way, great first name. Love it. Uh, we uh, excited to have another Connor on board. This guy was the captain for OKC Energy last year and was and basically led the defense in, uh, in a defense that was top 10 ranked. And, by the way, started every single match. Had 120 clearances, 40 block shots. Um, looks like he will be in the right back spot for Sacramento in 2022, um, and a guy who 
you know, we've, we've talked about it enough on this podcast that defenders don't get enough credit. Um, and this is another guy who may go under the radar as a, um, you know, an underrated signing. Um, but he's a very, very important, important signing um, and excited for him to join the Republic in 2022. He, he'll be, I just think him on the right side, Duke on the left side with Reynolds who can play left back as well um, and really full back either spot. I think Sacramento is really, really good at the right back and left back spot. And you can talk about Duke Lucroix, where he can go. He can play forward a little bit. There's a lot of options, um, but shoring up that right side, which I believe that is what this does. Um, as Todd Donovan said in the quote in the press release, he's one of the best defenders in the league in the last two seasons. And uh, Donovan, a guy who played left back, knows defenders well. Uh, this is a guy he's been eyeing for a while. 32 appearances, started every match, as I mentioned. Um, and so excited to see him in the back line for Sacramento in 2022. Another guy who I imagine fans are just fired up about is the 30-year-old out of Madrid coming to Sacramento after a 13-year professional career in Spain and Italy in both of the top leagues over there, La Liga as well as Serie A, is Keko. This, I mean... I mean, this is a guy I'm just fired up about. In the 2018-19 La Liga season, he appeared in 26 matches, two goals and an assist, and then uh, also played in Italy uh, back in 2013-14. So a lot of experience at the top levels around the world, now coming to the USL. How will his game transfer? I'm very curious to see, um, is this a guy who's going to come in and dominate the league? Um, I don't know. I know he's unbelievable at free kicks. I've heard that. Numerous times, I know a lot of fans are fired up, and this appears to be another unbelievable signing for Sacramento, especially in the midfield. I mean, this midfield, <laughs> include Nick Ross, Luis Felipe, um, and, and others that will, will make this midfield uh, one of the best in the league so far um, in the offseason, seeing what other teams have done. Uh, Keko, I mean, he's grew up in the academy at Atletico Madrid, uh, made his debut in La Liga in 2009, at 17 year, years old, 112 appearances in La Liga, five goals, 13 assists, 6,500 minutes in the Spanish top league. So it seems like Sacramento is, is really going for it all here as far as going for the some of the best players they can find. And, and Keko is another one of those guys who uh, is, I think, going to make a real difference this year. And um, I am incredibly interested not only to talk to him, get to know him, and ask some about his experiences in Spain and Italy, and I'm, I'm sure you guys are as well, but to see how he looks on the pitch at Hard Health Park. Um, and that's something. And, and, and more than that is all these pieces that seem and look so good on paper, excited to see how they all come together because that is the, the thing that I am so interested to see. I'm waiting for training camp and obviously the first few months of the season because there's a lot of talent on this roster. There's no doubt about it. And speaking of, by the way, it's not that not like this roster's done yet. There's still other signings to be made. It's not complete yet. So just using the signings that we have so far, it's easy to say that. And I, I think, you know, reading some of the comments on social media, it seems that others agree um, fans-wise and seeing some notes from around the league of people impressed with some of Sacramento's signings. Um, and so I, I just cannot wait to see this guy get to Sacramento and see him put on a Republic jersey. Him, Connor Donovan, two guys we didn't talk about last week. Excited for them both, obviously in different capacities and different roles, um, but two more impressive and important additions to the club for the 2022 season. Uh, one thing I want to mention before we get to Nick Ross is 
when we recorded this was last week, and we thought it was going to actually go last Wednesday. Instead, we had Rob McAllister go there. Uh, so we talk about the the home opener and who Sacramento plays, which of course is El Paso, and uh, that was Nick Ross's former team. So we didn't we weren't sure if we were supposed to talk about it. So we kind of tried to talk around it. That's what we'll be doing at the end of the episode. You'll you'll hear it. Um, so that's what we're doing. Obviously, his first chance to play against El Paso. Speaking of, if you guys didn't know this. The schedule is out. The 2022 schedule is out. Go to SacRepublicFC.com right now um, to see who we're playing, when we're playing, all the different home matches and away matches. The Western and Eastern Conferences are back. So excited to play some teams that we have not seen in a few years, um, and it'll be a lot of fun this 2022 season. I am just fired up for it. hope you guys are as well, um, and hope you're fired up to meet this next guy, Nick Ross, coming to Sacramento. We talked to him last week. Here is that interview now. All right, Republic FC fans, excited to join and have this guy join us. One of our new signings, Nick Ross. Nick, welcome to Sacramento, man. Excited for you to be on the Republic and excited to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a big change for me. It's somewhere somewhere new and somewhere exciting to be, and hopefully we can be successful in the next coming years. What was it about the club uh, and Sacramento that you know made you want to come play here? I think it's a well-established club, like a lot of fans, good bit of history as well, and it's in a bigger place. It's somewhere new for me. Like I've been in El Paso my whole career in America, so I wanted to try something different. And after I spoke to the manager and GM here, it was just somewhere that I wanted to come, and I think it's going to be a good move for me. What have those conversations uh, been like with you and, and Todd and Mark, um, talking to them about this year? They've been good, yeah. They've been really positive about what's coming in this year and the next few years after that, and the style of play that Mark wants to play and where he saw me in that team was yeah, it was really important and it made me feel like he properly wanted me so it was, it was nice to be wanted and they have big visions for what's coming and with the fans behind us as well I think we could have a really good season Can you give us a little insight of uh, you know what he's kind of looking for like what your role is going to be or what how he sees you fitting in on the field Yeah, kind of like all action sort of box to box which is what I'm, I'm right. used to um, Getting forward more, which I didn't have the chance to do last year because of, we had injuries in El Paso, so I was more defensive than what I would like to be, and which is fine. Like I can I can do that as well, but I think he wants me to get forward more and sort of provide more sort of action in the attacking half and get more goals, assists, and just kind of be that player. Watching some of your highlight tape and watching you know the couple years in El Paso we played against you, uh, you seem like you're incredibly creative in the final third. And uh, I'm excited to see, but I'm curious: is what is more rewarding for you? Like, is it scoring a goal or getting a fancy assist? <laughs> I'm not fancy, so I don't get <laughs> hey, many of them. Well, just an assist then. Yeah, just an assist. <laughs> uh, that's tough. You can't really beat the feeling of scoring a goal. Yeah, it doesn't really come close to that. But I like both sides. I think the assist is just as important, and totally. maybe you don't get that recognition that the scorer gets, but. Without the assist, you don't get a goal. So, I like both. I think last year I had quite a few assists, which was nice, and right. it made me yeah, it was, it was special for me as well to score as well. But I don't know. I think scoring is the best. You can't beat it. So I think everyone's going to say that. Yeah, I, I, that's the one we typically. Yeah, there's a few guys who'll be like, oh, I I enjoy the assist. Maybe the you know the quieter quieter guys. I want to ask you too because obviously you're from Scotland. Um, Playing for El Paso was the first team you played for in America. What was that transition like coming over from Scotland to playing in America? It was different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very different. I've gone from grey skies, green everywhere, to the desert. Right. Yeah, I remember 
coming when we landed in El Paso and we looked out the window and it was just dirt everywhere and I thought, where are we? <laughs> like where, <laughs> where have we come to? But I grew to love it. It was um, it's so different to other parts in Texas. It's quite a unique place and it was somewhere that at first it was a bit of an adjustment because of the weather as well. The weather is not what I'm used to. Like the summers there are just too hot. Like you can't go outside. You can't really do much. And right. we'd be training and it was so hot. And in games, it's still we kick off at like seven or eight p.m. and you're still dying because it's so hot. So it was a big change that way. But I liked it, and it's what I wanted to do. It's something that I wanted to try and mm-hmm. leave Scotland and be somewhere else. So it's it's been rewarding in the end. What uh what about the style of play in for for soccer and football uh, difference? Yeah, I get asked that a lot, and it's, it's hard. You? Yeah, I get asked to compare Scotland to here and which league is comparable and. I don't know, it's it is a lot different. I think yeah. back home like there's more fans. I think here from what I've heard here, like the fans are really behind the team and yeah. it's a good turnout and they're proper like proper fans. Like we had that in El Paso as well that they really cared about the team which was nice, but mm-hmm. then you can go somewhere else and there's right. like three, four hundred there, so it's right. it's totally different. But yeah, I'd say like the passion is maybe slightly different, but it's, I think here is like every year from what I've seen is Getting better and more people involved in the in football and yeah it's yeah it's, it's getting there but it's it's it is different and sometimes I miss back home but then sometimes I I don't miss it at all because right. I'm, I'm in America and I'm playing in a good league with good players and it's something that I enjoy doing. Uh, is most of your fan? I know you just got married. Uh, congratulations, by the Thank way. Thank you. Uh, is most of your family back home in Scotland? They're all in Scotland. They're all in yeah. Scotland. Yeah, they're all in Inverness from where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. so I'm basically I think I'm the only one in the family that. Isn't in Inverness, uh, and what they, I'm sure they have to stay up late or get up early one to watch the game. Yeah, right? so my dad gets up. I don't know what time it will be now. It'll be like three a.m. now. Probably, yeah, I think because so. he used to get up difference. about yeah two a.m. to watch the games and it's one hour sleep. <clears throat> yeah, it's an extra hour, right? <laughs> he'd be yeah, he'll be happy with that. Yeah, he'll be yeah. I used to get up, sit, watch it in bed, and then go back to sleep, and then we'll talk about it the next day. But he's a big fan, and my brother as well. He sometimes stays up and watches it and gives me all the criticism that. <laughs> he always does, but uh, no, yeah. po- no positives. Yeah, he does. But okay, good, good. You know how brothers are. That yeah, they always see the negative side as well. So, uh, yeah, they're they're big fans, and like they they watch most of my games. So it's it's nice to have that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you mentioned the the fans. Uh, we talked about it before we started, but you played one game in Sacramento for El Paso. Yeah. Uh, and it was the rain game. You tell tell me about that a little bit. For what I remember. I think we warmed up at first. Yeah. And then the storm came. And there was quite a few fans there, like, before the game. I'd heard Sacramento had a lot of fans, so I was excited to play here. Right. And then we had to go back inside because there was a storm. And then I think got... it was hail, right? Was it, it hail or lightning? Ha- it was lightning. It was lightning, that's right. Okay. Well, everything, I think. Yeah. we got delayed another two times. Then we went out to warm up. We were going to play again. We got delayed. And then, yeah, I don't know when we kicked off in the end, but it was still raining first half. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just... Nobody was there because he was going to stay in a storm and watch the game. So I'm excited to, to see the fans and see what it's like in a normal day. Um, you know, Mark Briggs, <clears throat> the, the manager, always talks about um, mentality and having the grit. And it seems like from, from talking to you and watching some of your tape, that's, that kind of fits your mindset pretty well. Is that something you guys have talked about in, like, kind of, you know, when you talk about playing this year for the for the Republic and you see yourself fitting into that very easily? Yeah, I think, like, Mark's from the UK, so I think yeah. 
I'm similar that in the UK you always get told to work hard first and then you play second and mm. I think it's kind of instilled in us that you work hard at everything so that's kind of what I've had all my career and that's kind of the person I am that I want to work hard and if yeah against adversity as well you want to, you want to stand up against that and I think that's kind of helped me in my career and I think I can bring that to the team as well. Briggs is feeling good right now because the Bulls, he's a, big, he's a big Wolves fan. They beat Man United this week. So he is, yeah. He's all fired up. So. <laughs> Tell, you know, El Paso to Sacramento, obviously very different. Um, but how, how long have you been here? Have you just here? Is it just today, yesterday? How long have you been here? We drove El Paso to L.A. It was like 12 hours. Yeah. Stayed in L.A. for a night, and then we drove six hours yesterday to here. Jeez. And then we have, we've seen loads of apartments trying to find... Yeah. The right one, and then we fly back on Friday. First impression of Sacramento, I mean, is it, it's not as deserty, right? It probably looks really green after this last rainstorm. Yeah, it, a lot more trees yeah. than what I've seen, yeah. yeah. Um, it is a lot different. It's probably wanted a, a good change, a totally different change, because, yeah, been in El Paso for three years, and the time was right to move, and I'm excited to... To see some more, yeah, some more like scenery, and yeah. we're close to a lot of nice things as well, so we can do a bit of traveling, and we're excited for that. Is that like something? I mean, I know I've always heard, you know, when you talk to people internationally, like, oh, California, it's got, you know, Lake Tahoe, the beaches, you know, all these various places you can go, and you just mentioned that. Is that something you're excited about? Like, have you, when you told your, you know, your family that you're going to be in California and Sacramento, were they like, oh, you get to see this, that, this, or no, is that Yeah, not well, my brother's been here. Oh, yeah, it's okay. He, he did coaching or something years ago. I barely remember him going, but he was telling me about Lake Tahoe and yeah. San Francisco. I've been to it before once on mm-hmm. holiday, so we're okay. excited to be around there. And the city here is nice as well. Like, it's like the big downtown and midtown. Mm-hmm. It looks really nice, and we drove around yesterday and had a good walk around, so we'll... We'll get the feel for the place, and we're excited to see what it's like. Well, I know the fans are going to be excited. We're actually, I think we're announcing it, uh, that you're getting signed here I later today. I think it's today. just been done. I think it's just been done. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 19 minutes ago, um, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of positive responses. Of, I mean, watching you play last year for El Paso, it was very obvious that you fit into what Mark likes to do and, and things, so it's going to be very exciting. I wanted to ask, have you have you talked to any of the, or do you know any of the guys who are currently on the team at all? No. No? no have you talked no. to them at all? No. No, so it's early, okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I've obviously checked to see who's in the squad. I know right. a lot of turnover as well, so right, 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 I don't right. know who sort of staying, who's going, but. So it was mostly um, you talking to Todd and Mark about what their vision is and, and how they plan to do various things that kind of made you want to come to Sacramento then? Yeah, I think the way they spoke about the game and mm-hmm. spoke to Mark about his style and what his plans are really, like, we want to be in the playoffs, we want to. Because last year you weren't in the playoffs, so right. it was a disappointing season. But you want to; everyone wants to be in the playoffs, and yep. you saw like with Orange County, anyone can win it. So just yeah. getting, getting in those playoffs is is a big thing, and I think that, that's the vision, and that's what we want to do. Were you surprised Orange County was <clears throat> going all the way? I think everyone was surprised. Yeah, Orange County did. Yeah, I, we played against them a few times, and mm-hmm. they are a decent team. They're a hard team to play against, but I would not have guessed. Yeah, <laughs> right. they would be where they were. Yeah, I thought. Phoenix will be there. I thought we would have been there. I thought we had a really good squad. Yeah. We had a really good season. We were went a lot of games undefeated, and especially at home, it was just a big shock that we didn't win. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think when Orange County won, it kind of made everyone sit up and think like, everyone's got a chance. Like, right. just make the playoffs, and then it's a totally different game from there. How uh, how are you? Are you a big rivalry guy? Do you are you uh, like if hey, we know this is a big a team that 
this club, we don't like each other. Are you a, a guy who like gets fired up for those games and uh, will embrace that a little bit? I can give you the teams that I can tell you. Will the fans and the players? I think will. Yeah, it's good to know. Like yeah. in El Paso, we had New Mexico, right? So we played, but then we ended up playing them like six times a year. Right. So it kind of died down, but you still kind of had that. The game's a bit extra. It's a bit special, yeah. and it means more to the fans. And when I played in Scotland, I was at Dundee, and there's a big derby there because the yep. two stadiums on Dundee are on the same street. So we would walk to the game, oh, wow. and the yeah, the fans there were crazy. Like when it came to that game, it was. You had to win. You, yeah. There was no draw. There was no loss. You had to win. So, mm-hmm. I like those games. I think it brings out maybe the best in me and best in other players as well. And on the fans, it's it's huge for them. So, oh, it's the games everybody wants to go. Switch to. teams. Uh, so Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. So if you remember a couple of years ago, they beat us in the playoffs in the first round on like a handball goal. Okay. Um, which was brutal. So yeah. ever since then, and even before then, a little bit Oakland because they're so close. Close, yeah. It used to be Reno before Reno folded. Oh, yeah. And then um, Re- Reno was a big derby, big derby. Mm-hmm. And then I think I- – I'm-, I'm thinking Monterey is going to turn into one a little bit too. Is that Mon- close? Monterey Bay. Yeah, that's, I don't know, four hours away. Okay. So it's pretty close. Uh-huh. It's not down the – it's not on the same street, but no. it's, it's pretty <laughs> yeah, close. Yeah, it's close enough, yeah. Um, but we'll see. It kind of depends on Mon- – like Oakland's was this was their first year last year, mm-hmm. and every game was super intense and close, and I think that kind of, you know – helped the the rivalry a little bit and so i think it'll continue um so those are the two i think the big ones for for coming up this year nice yeah i'm looking forward to that then um i don't want to keep too much more of your time i appreciate you taking the time to talk to us i know our fans are going to be excited to to hear from you um but i'm curious you know like what are you looking forward to most about this year uh just meeting everyone like meeting the players the staff like just having a good successful year and it's all new to me. Like the training grounds, new. The stadium will be new because I can't really remember it. To be yeah. honest. Like, I, I've seen photos and I remember kind of being there, but to be there as a home player is going to be a lot different. And just seeing what we can do this year, seeing the potential we have, and if we have a good backing at home, I don't see why we can't have a successful year. And that's that's why I'm here to to do well and hopefully win something at the end of it. Um, what? Uh, how excited are you for you for training camp? Well, I've just heard about that. I had no idea about that until until recently. Yeah, it's, it's always good. It's, I think it's a good yeah. thing to to get away together and kind of learn each other's personalities yeah. and gel as a team. And I think it's important for, for every team to have that, especially us with a lot of new players coming in. It's a good time to, to get away from everything and mm-hmm. kind of just work on yourselves. Uh, it, 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 it might be a little deserty there, just so you know. <laughs> but it'll be early, so it's fine. Yeah, it'll I think be... we drove past that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Palm Desert? Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, the that I think that starts. I don't know when you guys are going actually, but um, that'll be that'll be awesome. I know uh, we know kind of when the home opener is going to be. Uh, I'm assuming. I know who it's against. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we can say it yet. Oh, we can't. I don't think so. I don't know who it is then. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can say you know. We just can't officially announce it. All right. Um, yeah. Oh man, I wish we could talk about it. Yeah. Are you looking forward to? It? How about this? We'll just. Are you looking forward to it though? We can talk about it, but it's yeah. going to be obvious. That's yeah. Uh, maybe we'll we'll talk about it, and then if I if I get told we have to cut it, we'll cut it. How about that? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah looking forward to it. <laughs> when I heard, it wasn't actually someone here; it was somewhere somewhere else that told oh, okay. me that it was happening, and they didn't know that I was coming here. So when I heard that, I thought, like, what are the chances that that that's yeah. the first game? So I imagine you're going to really uh, really get up for that game. Yeah, it's it's, for a couple different reasons. Yeah, it's whenever that happens, you. Obviously, we want to do well because 
it's against who it is, but yeah, it's the same as every other game. Like if you treat games different, then I don't think that's a good thing. I think mm. if it's Oakland, like you said, or someone else, then it's a big game and you want to win any game. So especially at home, which it will be. So that's a typical media question yeah. that I do a lot. Is like, hey, is this one bigger than this one? I like your mentality of like, no, they're all they're, they're all, all super important. Yeah, some mean more to the fans, which. Right, means, maybe that's why that's the question. Yeah. Which means it'll mean more to us because they're going to be more focused on that game, but it right. doesn't matter who we play, I think we want to win, so it's the same. <laughs> well, I love it. I hope we can keep that in, so we'll, we'll see. I'll have to, I'll have to <laughs> We'll ask. find out, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, but I really appreciate it. Very nice to meet you. Again, yeah, congratulations you on uh, on uh, getting married. Um, and excited that you're here in Sacramento and excited to see you on the pitch this year. Yeah, can I say yeah. if the fans can have any ideas for where we should stay or oh, yeah. places to eat or somewhere to go, and that would help us a lot. Okay, we're here for the next few days, so it'd be nice to... What? Uh, yeah, let's let's definitely do that. What? Uh, where, how do they want you to reach out to you? On Twitter? What's yeah, Twitter? whatever, yeah. Twitter and Instagram would be good. Okay. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? Do you know? I know I follow you. I just didn't know what it was. Nick. Oh, let's pull it up. Uh, Nick R. Ross 91. Nick R. Ross 91. There yeah. it is right there. Perfect. So that would help us out a lot because we... My driving skills have been tested, <laughs> and I've been lost a few times, so it'd be nice to have places to go, because last night we just drove around and checked it out, found a parking spot, and then just walked around and oh, awesome. ended up in some random place, but it'd be nice to have a bit of a idea of where to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fans will love to do that, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, um, Well, thanks for doing this, man. This was great. Awesome. Excited to get to know you a little bit, and excited to watch you. Yeah, thanks. Excited for the season. Thanks, man. Our thanks to Nick Ross for taking the time to talk to us. Excited to see him on the pitch in 2022. Our thanks to U.S. Bank for the, being the presenting partner of this podcast. And, of course, our thanks to you, listeners. Thank you so much for your support. This is Season 3 of The Breakaway, the second episode of Season 3. So we're so excited to be back for a third season. It's going to get bigger and better. And, of course, next week, John Morrissey, USL Tactics. We talk about a ton gets an outsider perspective on how this roster has come to be and how it will match up against others in the USL Championship. So that's coming up next week. Very excited to talk to him. If you don't, you should follow him on Twitter at USL Tactics because he does a great job of breaking things down, not only for the Republic, but across the league. All right, we will see you next week. And as always, go Republic!